Welcome to the Blues Radio International Podcast. I'm Audrey Michelle. Today we go to the 2019 Blues Music Awards in Memphis, where we speak with Grammy Award winner and historian Dom Flemons. His album Black Cowboys brings to life the forgotten creators of this American culture. On Blues Radio International, we're here at the 2019 Blues Music Awards in Memphis with Dom Flemons. Dom, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. You've got a Grammy, you've got two BMA nominations, and uh, the recognition is well-deserved for the amazing work that you've done. Oh, thank you so much. It's really an honor to be recognized, but it's um, always an honor to be able to feed the music that's fed me for so long. That's also a thing I like to tell people, too. It's... It- you brought us a lot of great history, too, that I think many people have overlooked. Can you tell us briefly about your project? Oh, sure thing. Yeah, in the most recent project, Black Cowboys, it's about black Western culture. And being from Phoenix, Arizona originally, I, had, I don't know, maybe about a decade ago, I came across a book called The Negro Cowboys that talked about how one in four cowboys who helped settle the West were African-American cowboys, working alongside the Mexican vaqueros and the Anglo cowboys. And being from the Southwest myself and having been a big fan of cowboy music as well as movies, I found that the representation just wasn't there, even though historically I found there was tons of information so the album was built on that idea beautiful what can you play for us today well this one here well there were four different ways I handled the Black Cowboys record there were first songs that were connected to the Black Cowboys themselves so ones that were in the historic documents of John Lomax and Jack Thorpe the second part was um, where this song comes from being able to bring uh, the East Texas songsters like Henry Ragtime Texas Thomas Mance Lipscomb and Lightning Hopkins and Lead Belly people like that uh, and moving them into the umbrella of cowboy music because they're descendants of those cowboys so that was something that I thought was interesting so this is an old Henry Thomas one and instead of on the guitar I played this one on the four string banjo but I also feature the quills up top which are like a pan pipe and uh, these I, I happened to get my first pair from a wonderful fellow by the name of Mike Seeger, a great old-time advocate. And so uh, he and I used to laugh. We used to call each other the Thomas Brothers because we were the two guys that knew how to play this style. So here's a little bit of Charmin' Betsy. Thank you. 
common bitches gone down the line. Wine glass in a hand, going after her old man. These are the very words she says. She gonna say, Oh my babe, take me back. I'm not the world, Lord, take me back. Oh, Sunday morning won't seem wrong. You gonna call me, I'll be gone. She turned around two and three times. Hey, my babe, take me back, take me back, take me back. Oh, my babe, take me back. Make me one pal on your flow. Make me one pal on your flow. Oh, make a pal, it's soft and low. Won't you make it so your man? What's the most surprising thing that you learned in the uh, course of uh, putting together Black Cowboys? Well, I guess uh, the two most surprising things were, one, how long the history was. Part of the thing that I couldn't add into the Black Cowboys project was um, the early history of pre-United uh, States uh, colonies in the North American continent because the black cowboys reach back into all of that early history. So uh, even the uh, the Spanish uh, rule in the, the North American continent and the story of the cowboys, because it goes all the way back to even Christopher Columbus brought African ranchers over with him to Hispaniola. So I cut a lot of that out. So I was surprised to find that the history went so much farther back than the uh, late 1700s when it came to black cowboys and ranching. The second part was that there was so much information. Unlike uh, when I was working with African American string band music, where there was just a small amount of info that you had to bring together to make a partial narrative. The Black Cowboy story, it was very, very complete in terms of telling a full story of how there was this transition from the years after slavery going all the way into the Civil Rights era and that Black Cowboys were an underlying part of that. What would you like to play for us next? Well, I guess uh, one of the songs that I ended up writing for the album, was taking a little bit of the Piedmont picking I'd picked up in North Carolina in my travels, and I wanted to tell a little bit of the story of one of the great black cowboys, uh, uh, Nate Love, who wrote his own autobiography, and um, he was uh, born into slavery, and uh, he became a cowboy, then he became a Pullman porter after the West began to... Uh, it, was one and settled and fenced off. So he became a, a Pullman porter working on the railroad line. And it was just this really beautiful transition. And as I was reading the book, he mentioned a town called Holbrook, Arizona, Northern Arizona, where he did his cowboying. And uh, that was where my father's father, my grandfather, Raymond, he moved out from East Texas and, and started a, a church. And uh, he also worked at the sawmill over in Holbrook in Flagstaff, Arizona. So I thought about all those things and uh, wrote this song, Steel Pony Blues. down the whole brook you won't find me there good lord i caught the first thing smoking down the road somewhere 
called the first thing smoking down the road somewhere. Cause I called my steel pony and boys, I'm gonna ride. Getting far too old to follow this year herd. Good Lord, I caught the first thing smoking down the road somewhere. Caught the first thing smoking down the road somewhere. Cause I called my steel pony and boys, I'm gonna ride. Cause I'm a pool porter now Good Lord, I got the first thing smoking Down the road somewhere Called the first thing smoking Down the road somewhere Cause I called my steel pony and boys I'm going to ride Go ahead and get it one time, six Flemings, cause I done told that guitar down Good Lord, I caught the first thing smoking Down the road somewhere Now when you get over there You won't find me Cause I call my steel pony and boys I'm gonna ride Go ahead and get it one time Talking good on the Radio 6 find telling the story through music works because you've brought a lot of history to people who otherwise probably wouldn't pay attention to the history through the music, which is, I, I think, a, a very admirable thing to have done. Well, one of the things I learned living in the South in North Carolina was that music and food are two of the ways that people can connect with each other, um, whether they agree or not, or whether the schools of thought of their history co coincide with each other. And uh, with the story of the Black Cowboys, there was a lot of... Uh, 
divisive uh, rhetoric and politics that happened within the birthing of the West. But for me, I found that there was an intriguing story of telling African-American history in a way that would be very tangible for modern African-American people. Because, uh, again, you, you start thinking of uh, places like Los Angeles and uh, South Central. Where did these people come from? They're part of this big migration that moved out from Louisiana, Texas, and Arkansas, which is different also than the narrative of uh, the Great Migration going from the Deep South, going up to Chicago and Milwaukee. But it's it's sort of an interesting uh, parallel narrative that runs alongside a lot of the history that people know, as well as the Black Songsters being a part of uh, that history as well. So for me, it was all about just uh, creating a space so that people could listen and, and like the music, of course, because a record has to sound good first. And then second, they could read the liner notes, which was a 40-page booklet that my wife and I wrote together. It's, it's very informative, and I think that uh, you bring to life people like Nate Love and then William Randolph. These people were so instrumental in things that we take for granted, that there's even a Pullman's Union. Uh, but their, their formative uh, role in that is, is an extraordinary story that people aren't really fully aware of. Absolutely. It gave me a new appreciation for the civil rights movement as a movement and as, and as a, uh, a cultural idea when it comes to the organization and the ultimate goal, which was economic independence and uplift and freedom. And so when you get into the Old West, you find that this particular subject comes up a lot because you have to think of things like the three-fifths compromise which to compensate for so many African Americans working you had to they economically meant three-fifths of the cost of what a regular white person in the United States uh, cost and that went all the way until 1865 when they abolished slavery so you have this sort of interesting economic struggle that's going on with this thing the whole time because you've got to think of the west is uh, before it's part of the united states it's it's out of jurisdiction so people were actually leaving the country but then they brought the government to them as they settled out in those places out in the western part of the north america so it's it tells a very fascinating story of uh, the things people had to do and f again for me with the music the things that people said as they were doing them which wasn't always uh literal it was sometimes it was it sidestepped the social issues and and told stories in very uh, uh elliptical ways like the blues tends to do can you play one more for us oh of course of course this is another one that i ended up writing at uh, to one showcase, uh, uh, the Black Songsters. This one I took my cues from Lightning Hopkins and a lot of his early shuffles, his boogie-woogie shuffles. And I wanted to tell a little bit of the story of the first Deputy U.S. Marshal of the United States who was African-American, uh, a fellow by the name of Bass Reeves. And this is one uh, I had read that uh, Bass Reeves was the historical precedent for the fictional character The Lone Ranger, and I thought that that was a, an intriguing thing to write a song about. So here's a little bit of He's a Lone Ranger. <laughs> Marshal and a Lone Ranger. He's a U.S. Marshal and a Lone Ranger. He's a Lone Ranger. Bass Reeves is his name. There was a man uh, way out west around this country with the star on his breast. Every white man and an Indian tribe. He was the baddest man that ever was alive He's a U.S. Marshal And a Lone Ranger He's a Lone Ranger Bass Reeves is his name For 
broad-shouldered and six feet tall. Go to sorrel like an outer on a mall. Master of a pistol, master of disguise. He looked every man he caught now dead in the eyes. Cause he's a U.S. Marshal and a Lone Ranger. He is a Lone Ranger. Bass Reeves is his name. Born a slave down in Arkansas. Live with his master and his dear old mom. Mama said, son, you ain't free, but you do anything you want, though if the mister don't see. Now he's a U.S. Marshal and a Lone Ranger. He's a Lone Ranger, Bass Reeves is his name. Master called Bass Reeves to a gambling game. Bass's freedom was the stake that he made. Now Master cheated. You oughta heard the sound of Bass's hoof beats as Massa hit the ground. Now he's a U.S. Marshal and a Lone Ranger. He's a Lone Ranger. Bass Reeves is his name. Reeves, breaking the song, getting down to business and it won't be long. Well in Muskoka, a hundred miles around, they call Bass Reeves, he's bound to track you down, cause he's a U.S. Marshal and a Lone Ranger. He's a Lone Ranger, Bass Reeves is his name. This is Papa Charlie Thank Jackson, you. one called Your Baby Ain't Sweet Like Mine. Everybody talking about the sweetie nowadays. I got the one with the sweetest ways. Your baby may roll a jelly fine. Nobody's baby can't roll it like mine. Your baby ain't sweet like mine. She make a jelly roll all the time And when I'm feeling lonesome and blue My baby knows just what to do Yes, sir, she even called me a honey She even let me spend my money Never has a baby put me out dough She even buy me all my clothes I don't want to brag, just want to put you in line Your baby ain't sweet like mine, oh no Your baby ain't sweet like mine Go ahead now, fool 
mine Make a jelly roll all of the time And when I'm feeling lonesome and blue Yeah, my baby know just what to do Yes, sir, she even calls it honey She even let me spend the money Never has a baby put me out door She even buy me all my clothes I don't want to brag, just want to put you in line Your baby ain't sweet like mine, oh no Your baby ain't sweet like mine, oh yes Your baby ain't sweet like mine <laughs> Grammy Award winner Dom Flemons joining BRI at the 2019 Blues Music Awards in Memphis. Sound by Jack Goffier of Lake West Recording. I'm Jesse Finkelstein. You're listening to the Blues Radio International Podcast.